0: there are only three teams remaining in the hunt for the Lombardi Trophy. Buffalo will be representing one side, winners against the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. On the other side, the defending NFC champion 49ers will head to Lambeau Field to take on the Green Bay Packers this weekend. As we wait for the tournament to continue, we will discuss the playoff race and the upcoming offseason the official ML20 podcast is next it's an enormous
1: call here they'll go for two one play to keep their postseason alive
0: one last shot now for Winston what a fucking horrendous play what a horrendous play Dave he's got the lane and there he goes why did you do that why would you do that?
1: Thirty, past the twenty. They should have put
0: a stamp on me. And in. he takes
1: it all the way back. It's a pick two, if you will, as that play backfires in a big way. Shotgun now for Rodgers. This is coming. will get this into the end zone. Touchdown, Green Bay. Seventeen yards out, and the Packers are able to stretch that lead out further.
0: Well hello, hello, and welcome to the official Madden League podcast And we have a special playoff edition for you today I am your host, Dave Randlett of the New England Patriots And with me today is Joe of the Cleveland Browns Hey everybody And Dustin of the Tennessee Football Titans What's up, guys? Guys, how are you doing tonight?
1: Doing pretty great, Dave. Thanks for asking.
0: Yeah, of course. How about you, Dustin? i yeah, doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Little known fact for those wondering, it takes me 23 hours and 2 minutes to get to Dustin's house from where I live. <laughs> That's a little bit of behind-the-scenes uh, research we've been working on here in preparation <laughs> for this fantastic show ahead of us. And we found out it's four four hours and fifty two minutes for Joe to get to Mike's house, so he could watch his five TVs. So that
1: was Mike, right? Yeah, I forgot about that. Mike and his yes,
0: his obscene amount of televisions. He's really privileged. I think he has more TVs than he has walls, to be honest.
1: Yeah, he did. He had some corner pieces for the TVs.
0: (laughs) I don't know if that's good or bad. Oh man. Uh, so for sure. so we'll get right into it, and I think one of the things I'm really interested in hearing, and I'm sure the other other teams are as well. Joe, tell me about your season. How did your season go, and and kind of go over the highlights of your year?
1: Man, it was a kind of kind of a blur of a season. I think I was I was pretty busy with uh, with other things this year, so I wasn't paying as much attention to even my team as I could have been, and. Right. and so I'll tell you, like, when that all-pro voting came out uh, and I was going through the, the p- people Matt posted, mm. I was surprised that any of my players were even on the list because oh, wow. I, I kind of didn't realize that Hooper had a good season. <laughs> I, I kind of figured OBJ was having a good one. But when I saw Hooper in there, mm-hmm. I was really surprised and that he got second team all-pro.
0: Yeah. I was like, congrats, by the way. I
1: was like, pretty. oh, thanks. Like That was awesome. I was pretty shocked. But um, at the end of like, the season, I mean, I didn't make the playoffs. Sam made it. He won the division. I was, I was kind of surprised that I even had a chance to potentially win. Um, mm-hmm. And I think back to, I had two games that ended um, on the last play of the game, both not in my favor, obviously. Yeah. And had those two been turned around, I think I would have been a playoff team. I don't yeah. think I would have been able to make much of a splash, but, like, you never know, right? Because, I mean, this playoff has been a bit wild. Teams that you thought were going to win didn't. Right. And so you never know. Once you get in the playoffs, I feel like anyone really does have the a chance. The tournament
0: opens up. You're right.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, um, so, no, it was it was an okay season. I don't think I have the team I want to have right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a bit slow on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to an off season to try to grab a few players that fit what I want to do a bit better and maybe hopefully uh, win the division next year
0: yeah yeah now, you finished nine and seven
1: yeah exactly yeah nine and and, seven
0: and you and uh, Sam had quite the close race there for the postseason for a while um, how was your matchup with him during the season I know he took both games I wasn't able to watch both of them how, how did how did your guys user matchup go
1: yeah he took both and the first one was a complete domination by the Bengals and mm-hmm. um, I don't know what the final score was, but it probably wasn't even as close as the score showed. Gotcha. The the second game, oh, I can't remember all the details from it, but it was a very very close one. Mm-hmm. Um, he may have won by one possession, or it could have like become two at the end with something silly going on. But it was a really close game. Um, so I th- I'm hoping next year to be a little more competitive with him. I mean, I think based on how this year went. Whoever can, can win that matchup between us, we're we're similar skill level towards the rest of the league. Yeah. So yep. if I can go two zero against him, you know, I, I get that division. So
0: I agree. I thought it yeah. was. I thought it was close. And what made your division especially interesting was you had you had like I thought for the most part every division was interesting all the way to the end, which I thought was great. Um, but with your guys' division, it was a bit unique because you had like Cody and I kept going. You know, we both kept winning. And, and, and winning and, and until we played each other and so we're matching up and we're, we're accumulating these wins and it becomes down it comes down to tiebreakers you and Sam got up to like eight wins and then you both like dropped five straight together <laughs> yeah. it was so <laughs> unique like you guys like who's gonna actually win one of these and so it ended up it was a really kind of fun different way of playing it out and I think it goes to show I mean you had been, out of the league for a little bit, so there was expected rust, especially coming into a new a new Madden, and uh, and and Sam Sam was fairly new too. He joined us late, and uh, and for him to come in and just barely squeak it, squeaks it out, I think, is a testament to just him being here more recently.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, like I wasn't following Sam's team very closely, so mm-hmm. when we were getting towards the end of the year, um, and I think I don't know someone in the chat, I think even posted Joe can win the division. I wondered actually what happened to Sam because he was killing it and he was so good against me. I think he dropped a game or two against a CPU and that made a huge difference.
0: Yeah, he mentioned the Eagles beat him and that was like significant to him.
1: Well, actually that's interesting cuz they beat me once too. So they the Eagles team was <laughs> parody right Almost there. king of the division there. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Oh my word. The Eagles I guess got a, I think they got one other user as well. They were them and the Chiefs were kind of like the killers.
1: Yeah,
2: but, um, yeah.
0: So that Watch that's
2: out for the Texans too. The Texans. Deshaun yeah, Deshaun Watson's tough CPU to go again. Even without Hopkins huh? Yeah, even without him.
0: So, Dustin, uh, tell us a little bit about your cuz you had kind of I mean compared to the AFC North, I mean, you were just ripping out wins. How did your regular season go?
2: Uh, well, it went I uh, went better than I was expecting. Um, mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I wasn't expecting going in to go 15 and one. So, I mean, that was a big surprise for me just because I thought that I was going to lose some games just by luck. You know, like sure. I get lucky sometimes like uh, against the Packers. I felt like that was going to be a game that I was going to lose because I wasn't going to be able to stop Aaron Rodgers when he was going, but somehow my team found a way to pull it out. Yeah. Uh, Defensively, uh, throughout the most of the season, it was pretty well. Um, there was a time where I was getting three or four picks a game, and then it kind of went down a little bit. And mm-hmm. I think that was just people stopped attacking Adori, and it was more of them ta- mm-hmm. more attacking my slower defensive back, like Malcolm Butler and Jonathan Joseph. Yep. Um,
0: I love that Joseph's still playing. I know he's like, kind of, he's old. Like, he's he was he's been around since I, when I like first started playing Madden seriously. Yeah, he's I think
2: fourteen years in or something. Oh, he should be like
0: thirty four, thirty five. Yeah,
1: yeah. And Is he on the Titans or did you sign him? No, he's actually on the Titans in okay. real life. And he's still like every, a baller getting <laughs> <He's been> burned.
2: <laughs> I oh. mean, uh, Justin Jefferson tore him up in real life. Like he had one hundred and seventy yards and I think two touchdowns oh, wow. or something. So he's yeah, pretty... just. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Jonathan Joseph. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How was he for you in Madden?
2: Uh, I mean, he did have a decent amount of picks for me. I'm not going to lie. He did make some big plays, but when I went against teams that had more than one fast wide receiver, mm-hmm. I was kind of at a disadvantage and had to play a little more help on his side. So it left Dory on an island a few times, and he did get beat. Right. So I think this off season I'm going to try and definitely upgrade at the defensive back spot because uh, I need some more speed out there. I can't just be having 88 and 89 speed defensive back trying to cover 95 speed wide receivers and stuff.
0: It's tough. It's, a, it's tough.
1: That's a tough upgrade, though, too, eh? Like, I find cornerback, there's there really aren't enough quality cornerbacks in the league. Yeah, that's and Besides I was thinking, teams, like, oh, yeah. The entire team is amazing, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> right? Yeah. But I was thinking,
2: like, oh, yeah, I'll try and grab a, a defensive back in free agency. And then I forgot, oh, yeah, I made that trade earlier in the year that just destroyed my cap space. That Chandler Jones trade. Which, oh, that right. only wor- worked out for a game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, man, that's going to kill. Oh, man, I was... I was so hoping that it wasn't going to be like just a couple weeks thing, but when I saw that it was, I think he tore his labrum, I was like, oh my gosh, of course. (laughs) Like, of course. And it was on like one of the last drives of the game against Sam, actually. Yep. And that's going to be
0: not the the worst trade of the league, but the, the most unfortunate.
2: Yeah, and but I was fortunate that Matt, when he made his trade with Bosa, Bosa same got thing. hurt. His, yeah. Yeah. same
0: freaking thing. I think it's an AFC North but, thing or AFC South. Yeah. Now um, is he signed deal with, for another year?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chandler Jones is, I think, for maybe two more years.
0: Nice. So you'll still hopefully get value out of him.
2: Yeah, he's still uh, I think 95 overall. Um, yeah, he's worth it. Yeah. So I mean, if. I mean, if he gets any slower, I'm still going to be able to move him to end instead of outside linebacker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty. Yeah, cool. I mean, if I had Jadavian Clowney, if he didn't take forever to sign, I definitely wouldn't have made this trade. But I kind of felt like I needed to make a trade to get another pass rusher for me because I was I was struggling to get sacks for the longest time. I think it was maybe. Week three or four before I actually got one sack.
1: Mm-hmm. What was a uh, remind me of the trade, Dustin? What did you give up for him?
2: Uh, first and a third, I think. Or first. First for a ninety-five and a overall
0: linebacker. That's yeah, that's pretty, not bad. Pretty decent.
2: I know, and I was. I mean, those draft picks that I traded, I was going to use to try and get a player for that spot. But if I could get a guy with that caliber. I figured, might as well try and pull the trigger. Let's try and win this now.
1: Yeah, even like the high down. first round picks, you're probably looking at... If it's like last year, I feel like the the highest you saw as a rookie was a high 70.
0: Something like so, that. Or a very rare, like, 82.
1: Yeah, yeah to yeah. get a guy to 95 could take you the entire cycle, right? I mean, there's well, cap exactly. issues and other things, but, like, that, that pure skill, you're not going to draft it, so...
2: Yeah, yeah. like, uh, in last file with my... Uh, outside linebacker Devin Drew, he was like my first draft pick, and by the last season of the file, he was like ninety five or ninety six overall. So, that's
1: well,
0: good
2: development,
1: I mean, though, too. Actually, then.
0: Now, uh, talking about your your season here, and, and I mean, I I watched the games, but I'm curious, kind of your input. How was your games with your division rival, Matt? How how did you feel about that? So, the
2: games went the exact same way, just opposite each one. The very first game, he started off with a big lead. I ended up coming back and tying it. And then we went to overtime, and he ended up winning. And then in the second one, I jumped out to a big lead, and then he was coming back and only down a score. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, we had a disconnect with like a minute and a half left oh
0: that's right right forgot about that but and so you got the forced win
2: yeah so I mean both games were super competitive it was just to start off the first time we met we played I was making bad decisions and that's what it was the second time he played or we played he was making the bad decisions to start off and both just kind of jumped out to leads and
0: now you guys you guys are both, I mean, I think this has been talked about before, both voted the number one and two users from, from the last file. When you play, Matt, do you really feel like there's a... I mean, obviously, you can have the divisional aspect, but is there definitely a, a, a level of competition where you kind of sit a little bit higher in your seat when you're playing him just because of how you guys are both such skilled players? I mean,
2: I really don't try and take any matchup for granted because, yeah. I mean, any like anything can happen, but... Um, so I I mean there's always I want to beat him a little more than anybody else just because he got voted first and I got voted second. So there's just that little fire in me I guess that yeah. wants to prove that no, you motherfuckers, I'm number 1.
0: <laughs> 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 and I mean you took the division, you guys split the series, but I mean 15 and 1 with him being your only loss, that's a hell of a season.
2: Yeah, unfortunately uh someone had to mess it up.
0: <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry Not really <laughs> uh, What do you say to the There's been a recent report out From the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars That say the the owner of the Titans Is a slimy poo-poo head Do you have any response to that? A slimy poo-poo head? Yeah, there's been reports That the Jacksonville <laughs> owner feels that way And uh, I just wanted to get your response For this hot take from the very, very kind Jaguars owner. Well, I mean I may have made that up. <laughs> <laughs> so, all, that I gotta say is, all I gotta say is division champs. <laughs> oh man. So that that's a good kind of a good lead in here. Let's talk playoffs because that's where we're in right now as we're waiting for the Packers to be to come back to play the 49ers in the uh nfc championship game joe i know you didn't make the playoffs did you watch any of the games
1: i caught the uh, a bit of your game i, I think i mentioned i, I tuned in when uh, you the were up 20
0: 20- raiders or titans
1: the patriots patriots oh sorry patriots titans patriots, oh patriots titans,
0: titans. Well, yeah, I'd I certainly like one. to hear your perspective before Dustin and I get into it, because 'cause I'm sure there's plenty for us to talk about as far as going into it. Uh, oh, but what did what did you what did you like, Joe?
1: I honestly I was surprised. And and yeah. when this finishes, someone go back and count how many times I've said surprised on this uh podcast. But I was <laughs> surprised, man. Twenty one seven. Um I faced Dustin earlier and like Dustin was in my division last year. Oh and right, that's right. I just like, I, I know like he beat me pretty pretty handedly and I kind of consider you and me to be um, somewhat similar users, not, not in terms of like skill, but how we like to approach the game. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think you'd be up on him that much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but when I was watching the game, I was really surprised at a lot of the calls you were making. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like you were doing things that, that you haven't done in previous seasons. Like yeah. Obviously, that call with Mariota at the end,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but there were a couple other things as the game was going on where I thought, if I was facing you... I would have expected maybe a run in that situation, and I would have built the defense to try to stop it. But sure. you were doing a lot of, a lot of, of of you know, things that I think probably caught Dustin by surprise too. Mm-hmm. And then I, I I felt the momentum change when Dustin started coming back, and did, there was yeah. a drive at the end. And I think even Matt in the chat said like, "Pats need points here because Dustin all of a sudden was figuring it out and he was scoring he did, he against was. you." Yeah, and you weren't getting much going on offense. And I think you actually ended up punting on that drive. And when that happened, I thought, oh, shit. Like, they he started comes. off really great here. But I was like, shit, like, this is where Dustin's going to win it. Oh, I felt so the I same
0: thought, thing. Yeah, no, I hear you.
1: You can feel that momentum change. I don't know why that's such a thing. But like, is, you can feel it. Like, Dustin figured something out. You were reeling a bit. But, no, you held on. I thought it was a, an incredible game.
0: It, uh, it it's, it's funny that you mentioned, because you and I, I do feel are similar, too. I built my game plan against Dustin off of watching you lose to him.
1: Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you.
0: It was was really interesting.
1: Um, You mean this season? You watched my game against Dustin?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I I actually... Like, watching you two play was really insightful for me to go, okay, this is how I have... Because I... I worked a l- I, I put too many hours into watching tape on Dustin To figure out how to pull this out And I almost didn't because uh, Dustin, I have to say I, I have so much respect for the way you stormed back In that second half Because that was a hell of a comeback
2: Man, you did everything Like, you had me on my heels The entire first half Like, I, I just couldn't figure out How to stop anything in the first half I was so frustrated <sighs> In that first half man
0: dude it, it was it was so I mean, I was terrified of your secondary um and I knew that it, it was be, because of the way my team is built um, there was no way I could could faithfully or with any sort of confidence push the ball downfield deep through the passing game, and so I resorted I had to go to my running backs and just beat you beat you near the line of scrimmage and um when you I walked... running
2: out of shotgun is what really was throwing me off. I, oh, really? I was I was not expecting you to come out and run out of shotgun as much as you did.
0: Yeah, no, I, I was doing everything I could to keep the ball on the ground uh, or close to it. And watching – so I watched Joe play you, and Joe gave you actually for a little bit some pretty solid defense. His issue, I thought, in the game was just the turnovers through the passing game. And I'm like, you know what, if I play a similar approach that Joe did – just keep the ball on the ground, avoid that ball hawking secondary, and you know what really was huge for it was me getting the ball first and then going and scoring first to really put the onus on you. And I'm like, if I can get a quick three and out here, and I just punch it in again, and suddenly the pressure really heats up. It's a playoff game, you know. Every game in the playoff is a whole different level. And, yeah, uh, definitely. And then and then I was able to get up, and then and then that second half, dude, I was scared. I'm like, he. He's angry. He's playing. uh, He's you know. I could tell that you were you were you were coming back, and uh, and then and then just I happened to have the ball with two minutes left and was able to just barely pull it out. So I mean that was from my perspective. It was, I was probably just as scared as you were in the first. I just happened to pull (laughs) off a miracle in the end.
2: No, it was definitely another classic.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I I didn't. I just I didn't expect to get matched up with you. I uh, to be honest with you, I thought based on the seeding, I was gonna have uh, either um, the Bills or the um, the Bengals. But it just so fell that Denver lost. Oh, Denver lost because if they had won, they would have played you. Yeah. And had they won, um, I would have been traveling to Buffalo early. So that was a great game, and I like. I don't. I think that's the first time in a while that I've actually beaten you. Because we had a lot of close games in the previous file, yeah. but you'd always pull them out. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we had a a real close one in the <clears throat> in the playoffs. Like I think my first season in the file last year.
0: Yep. Yeah, I remember that one. That was a pretty good game. And uh, and then uh, we should probably cover uh, the Washington football team losing to the San Francisco 49ers. Did you guys watch that one?
2: Yeah, I watched uh I watched a good amount of it. Um <clears throat> I watched a lot of the second half. Yeah. It was uh definitely uh 49ers definitely dominated on the ground. Um it just seemed like they were like like you did to me just keeping the Washington football team back on their heels. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. he had a couple formations where he ran Kittle out of the backfield and out of the Wildcat. and It was good to see Kittle was. get involved. Yeah. Look, I know Dustin was over or too.
0: Drew was kind of asking, you know, where is Kittle? He he said in one of his podcasts, like he hasn't been a factor. And so we get into the yeah. playoffs and him and Sherman, the captains of that team, really, really showed up. Yeah, definitely. Joe, did uh, you catch it at all?
1: No, I didn't. But Justin also uh, wiped the floor with me either week one or week two you of played this both 15 season. and one
0: teams didn't you
1: yeah I'm wondering if Drew also used my game as a research for his win
0: <laughs> I don't I want, know
1: I want some credit for these big playoff wins like my loss was your gain so so give me some props
0: Joe you always get props I mean there's a reason why I make your logo every year because <laughs> yeah, you, thanks, man. <laughs> you always deserve it and uh, it's I mean, uh, like a
1: couple other discords and I don't know how to change my picture or if you can so everyone's always asking like what is this picture of? So saying, that I gotta get it job in name? the league. Okay. And
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, that makes it more hilarious with some of the previous ones you had.
1: Yeah, Justin is such a, a good player. Um, I haven't seen a lot of Drew as a 49er, mm-hmm. but I don't know, when I face Justin, and I've seen a couple of his other games, it seems like he's just got like, I'll call it like a simple a simple game, but he just executes it really well. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I maybe I'll even go back and watch how Drew beat him because I when I faced him I wasn't seeing anything where I thought, great I can take advantage of that. So I got to see how Drew player. sort of figures that out. Oh yeah, for sure. Yep.
0: Yep. He. Uh, um. I I've played Justin a couple times in the previous file when he was the Jets, and I would I would generally I'd hang for him for you know, a half. But he he's yeah. very complex. He has a, he runs a simple but complex setup and he reads. He reads the field well, and I think that's a strength yeah. of Justin. Um, oh,
1: I dislike those players the absolute most.
0: Oh, really? Oh,
1: yeah, because it's like you can't really do anything about the fact that they read the, the field well. So you you can try to take away the option that you know they like, but they're so good at finding that other option.
0: Yeah, they, they know what to look for, and that's yeah, yeah. It, it really makes you a whole different level. Um, as yeah, far I had as some battles
2: was, with them last file as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, Raven's Jets, right? Yeah, but he definitely s- knew. He had the fast
2: outside linebackers that uh, kept kept Lamar in the pocket for a lot of the games.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think this was the first time we had both number one seeds eliminated in the divisional round. I think you both were fifteen and one, right? They, he was too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, both of us. Which is, I mean. I don't know if it made you feel because I know our game was first. Did it make you? Did it, did it? make you feel a little bit better when you saw the other number one seed drop as well, or <laughs> did it not matter at that point? Well, I mean, I was happy
2: to see Drew win. Yeah, so no, so was I, and
0: nobody picked him to win. I did. Well, that's good. That's true. You're his, you're his, you're his boy, though. So like that, you know. Yeah, you should. If you I'm did, there would be questions. Yeah, I'm- all right?
2: <laughs> but I'm going to pick him regardless of who he plays.
0: i got to say I've, I've been very impressed with Drew, especially because he really he found himself and his uh, team identity just in time entering these playoffs. Like, he, he just barely was like, alright, this is how I'm going to play the ball. There was a question of him even making the postseason with him and Derek tied up there, and I mean, he, he he's gotten hot at the right time, and I think this game against the Packers you know, even though the Packers Destroyed the Vikings. Um, I think there's a lot to a lot to say here for the 49ers and what they've been able to achieve, achieve. So even though his his win over the football team was impressive, and the Packers' win over the Vikings was like super impressive, these two game this game going into it, I don't think there's a clear cut winner.
1: Uh, you know what? On both sides, AFC and NFC, it's like a tough road. I'm thinking about these teams. You're saying they're all very strong teams. Yeah. Like, either way, who, who make, whoever makes it to the Super Bowl, first of all, they'll deserve it, but I think we're going to have a
0: great game. So, entering the championship weekend of games between myself and Cody and the Niners and the Packers, only one team that was a divisional winner is left, and that's Cody. Every other team was a wildcard team entering the final week.
2: Wow, that's crazy.
0: Yeah. It was, it was. I mean, the Bengals got eliminated, Titans got eliminated. Uh, Raiders got eliminated, and then the other side, the Vikings just got eliminated, the football team got eliminated, and um, who am I forgetting? The Saints. The Saints got eliminated. So it was just the – we have a, a two seed, a seventh seed, and a fifth seed left in the playoff running. So that's been – I mean, I think that there has – this has just been a terrific first first season in general – for the new file. I mean, just the regular season itself was exciting. The amount of content we got this first season was exciting. Uh, The division races in every aspect was exciting. Um, And now these playoffs have just been on another level. And I think this has been an awesome first season. Definitely has. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, moving on, is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about in the playoffs? Uh, Did you guys watch the Patriots-Bills game?
2: Yes, I did.
1: I watched that. I missed that one, unfortunately.
0: And like, like I said before, I respect
1: you going for two for the win.
0: Oh, man. I. So as soon as that game ended, I actually gave Cody a, a phone call because we just talk all the time anyway as far as like we're always jabbing each other. And so I gave him a call because it was such a big game with so much on the line. And he, he was more like, why did you go for, for two at that point? Why would not you just kick the field goal and trust your team? And I'm like, from my perspective in that game, the two-point conversion, um, one, um, why trust my team if I have the ball on the one with a chance to win it? And two, the Super Bowl is on the line. And three, there's no way I'm giving him and the Digs another shot. And, and right. so I that my perspective was to just go for it. And I'm, I'm killing it. Like the, we're a day after, and I've had time to kind of digest the whole thing. I watched the replay in, in the post-game highlights a thousand times. Um, it's interesting. My play call, the the pass play, my first read was there. However, I expected him to play the run and crunch the line. My read was that he was playing the run. I snapped the ball, saw that he was in some sort of coverage, and that's when I panicked and just threw the, to the slant because I said, oh, crap, it's not there um, because he had played in a coverage formation, however, he played cover three and not cover two, so the pass I was looking for would have been there had I been more patient. I panicked and and, and now i 'm just sitting here going, I should have just ran the ball in the whole time. I was beating him on the on the uh, my offensive line was beating his defensive line all, all day on there, and uh, so i'm just i 'm sitting here going a day after kicking myself because I could, should have just been simple and played ran the ball and, and ran it in. But uh, unfortunately, that's not the way it goes, and Cody's in the Super Bowl. And so I have nothing but congratulations to him, because he's had a great season. And to, to beat me uh, not only twice, but three times in the championship game, all the credit to him, because he's played in some tough, close games. And I know he's had a kind of a rocky season, kind of been up and down. So for him to be in the Super Bowl playing either Drew or the uh, Packers is going to be really fun to watch.
2: Yeah, it's hard to beat somebody three times in one season, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I, I felt like I had stuck to my game plan in that game, and uh, even even then, there were still a couple gaffes. Diggs, Diggs caught this huge 57-yard bomb, and I was in, the, in cover four, and he still got it out to him, and it was just over the top of all my safeties, and fortunately, I stopped the touchdown on that play, but he was able to score, and I, I think if I take that play away... Then maybe it's a different game, but who knows? Who knows? It uh, it was it was an AFC championship that I will remember for a long time. That's for sure.
1: It it probably goes without saying, Dave. But of all the people to not run on the one yard line, you think a Pats fan would know the right way to do that, right?
0: Oh, you know, y- you you think so? I mean, uh, <laughs> the the and I I thought about I've thought about like I spent all day thinking about this, and and nine times out of ten, I would run that ball. The problem is, is the particular play I had, I had kind of discovered as something that works really well in the goal line. And so it was always kind of like in my back pocket waiting for that one moment to use it when all is on the line. Like I had been saving it to use it. And Mm -hmm. so it it had kind of been programmed in my head. So when I got into the game, the moment is big. And what do you go to? Well, it's the play you've been saving, right? You know, here we are. You just barely scored with a second left. You go to the play that, and so I went to the play. And in hindsight, it's so anti what I would have done that I I woke up this morning disgusted. I'm like, Dave, you need to, if you just breathed for like five seconds, you'd be like, no, just freaking run the ball in. But but we didn't, and I I, I defaulted to what I had worked on earlier in the year, and um, unfortunately, it just did I. As soon as the ball, was, the, the the part that kills me is going back and watching the replay. Is what I wanted ended up being there, but I didn't see what I wanted to in the first second of the play, so I made the wrong decision. So even even though I didn't do what I should have done, the thing I did do could have resulted in a in a good result, and I still messed it up.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one. That, eh? When you watch it, when yeah. you watch it again, and it was there. Oh,
0: that kills. So it wasn't
1: the wrong call, right? You made the right call.
0: Even then, yeah, it was just just me. And so it's like, okay, you know, I would have felt, I would have been more at peace had I run the ball and he stopped me at the line. (laughs) Then I could sleep better at night, going, well, you know, I did what I did, but... If if you had a timeout, would you have called it? So I had scored the touchdowns, and the clock was stopped. I
2: know, I'm just saying to, like, think longer on it, like what
0: play. (sighs) I... In hindsight, I'd say yes, but in that moment, no. Because, like I said, when when I got to that point where I was decided I was going for two, I had I already in my mind had the play that I was that that I'd been saving for this moment. In my mind, I was like, all right. So I come out in eye formation and I see him crunching the line. I immediately think, oh, my number one read is going to be there. However, he crunched the line and called cover three, and. If it was cover two, my panic would have been um, more reasonable. But because I was impatient, as soon as I saw the linebackers bounce outside, I immediately was like, "Crap, he's got it figured out. I gotta get this ball off." And I'm immediately thinking that be, I'm, it's still in my head, even though the linebackers are moving out. His line is gonna just break through and sack me. So I'm like, "I gotta get rid of this ball." It was just, it, all of it was dumb. And, uh, and so I throw a slant right to, right to Milano, who ends up taking it, just to add insult to injury, he takes it back <laughs> for the two. It's like, oh, come on. But, I didn't uh, know
1: that happened, Dave. That's brutal. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, so I, brutal.
0: So I, yeah, so I, yeah, so I had go, gone down the field and I was down one point. I go, I play the two and he, he picks it, takes it back. And then I go back and w- I watch his stream and he's shouting, Dave, why would you do that? That's such a terrible play. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>, horrendous play. <laughs> horrendous play. And I'm sitting there going, like, this is something I had cooked up. And, like, and, and that, like I said, I mean, the thing that got me is what I was looking for ended up being there. I just, oh.
1: But, you know. So, you know, you're going to definitely. Against Cody, be on the one-yard line again in that same spot. Dude, At some point, you're in the I, I
0: I thought of that too. I'm like, now now I'm going to be totally thrown off if we're in the same oh, position. Now you're
1: now both of you're in each other's heads. Like <laughs> you're you're not going to go. What's going on?
0: I know, I know, but I mean, big players make big plays in big games, and Cody has proved that he was a big player, and he, I mean, he absolutely deserved the division win, and I mean, I was, I think I said it. When I beat when I beat you, Dustin, I was I was just happy to be in that game versus you, uh, winning in overtime against the Raiders. So I was I felt really fortunate and really grateful to be able to make an AFC Championship, Um, and and then to to despite despite my mistake there at the goal line to to be at the one yard line with a chance to win the game, and go to the Super Bowl for me was like that like I'm happy like you know that was a good season so I can't be too upset. But, uh, but yeah, so we can – is there any other anything else you guys wanted to talk about considering the postseason here? I've talked a lot Hello. about me, so. <laughs> Joe, how was your playoffs season?
1: Playoffs, yeah. Really fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: It's been really fun just chilling, waiting uh, for this. It feels like it's been months, honestly.
0: It, well, I mean
1: – Has it been fast? I can't even tell, but it feels like no, it's been a No, the playoffs month, have gone by
0: slow, Honestly. We're still waiting until Sunday for
1: Adam. I don't play one game 24 hours after advance and everyone's shitting on me in the chat. (laughs) We're in week seven of the playoffs here and nobody says anything. We have
0: that painful rule where there's no advance time for the playoffs because of the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) But Joe, if you were in the playoffs, we'd still be nagging you.
1: I know, I know for (laughs) sure.
0: (laughs) So I've got another, uh, because we're still in this playoff limbo, there's been a lot of exciting games and a lot of exciting teams uh, playing, but uh, for all of us, we're all out of it. So we might as well, while we wait for for the Super Bowl, let's, let's look beyond the Super Bowl here and let's look into the April draft. I have here before me the current user picks and in what order they are. And uh, do you guys know who the top five user picks are? Um, Cardinals. Cardinals. Um. Cardinals is correct. They have the first user pick with the number three pick.
1: Oh, that's the one they got from from another team though, right? Yep.
0: Yep. So I'm I'm asking you guys what the order is of the top five user picks.
1: I think Lynn might be in there, maybe two or three. Mike that is,
0: that is incorrect. Mike is at number 2. Uh he he as the Falcons, so Cardinals have the number 3 pick. Falcons have the number 9 pick. So he ranks number 2. Who's the third user?
1: Oh, um, is it me?
0: Uh no. Oh, I'm actually pissed. <laughs> Dolphins have the number 3. They uh they're they're I... at 11. So you have Cardinals at 3, Falcons at 9. Dolphins at 11. Number four might surprise you.
1: The Jaguars? No. Nope. Uh, is it the Saints?
0: No. Nope. Number four is the Dolphins again. Oh. <laughs> so you have Cardinals, Falcons, Dolphins, Dolphins. And then number five is a member of this podcast.
1: Hey, Dang. how we doing? <laughs> <laughs> the
0: eighteenth overall pick and the fifth user pick in the draft is the Cleveland Brown-town. Browns. That's yeah, right. I
1: actually I wish it was higher, man, but I'll take it.
0: So you have seventeen picks before you and four user picks before you, but that's still eighteen is not a bad place to be considering, the, you know where how your season ended up. I would take eighteen.
1: Yeah, I'll take it. I'll Just take outside
0: it. of playoffs. After the Browns, we have the Dolphins a third time. Wow. With the 19th pick. With the 20th pick is the Jacksonville Jaguars. The 21st pick is the Cincinnati Bengals. The 22nd pick is the Oakland Raiders. The 23rd pick is our second Arizona Cardinal pick. The 24th is the New York Football Giants. The 25th and 26th are both owned by the Vikings. The 27th pick is the football team. The 28th pick is now our third Cardinal pick. The 29th pick... This is where it gets, like, confusing. The 29th pick is either going to be the Patriots or the user, the loser of the NFC Championship game. And then the 30th pick is either going to be the Patriots or the loser of the NFC Championship game. I don't know who's going to have the higher pick. And then the 31st and 32nd pick are going to be the winner and loser of the Super Bowl, so bills are a lock for 31 or 32. So... Entering this upcoming draft, the Cardinals currently hold three picks in the first round. The Dolphins also hold three, and then the Vikings hold two. Everyone else has one. How are you guys feeling about the draft?
1: Oh, man. Um, Where do you go from that? Well, I'm feeling like I wish I were the Cards, the Dolphins, or the Vikings.
0: Yeah, and I, I I guess there's a rumor going on that the Cardinals are shopping their third overall pick.
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm actually I'm, I'm going to make a uh, a wager here that the Jaguars make a move at some point to get a bit higher.
0: It seems like a very Jaguars or I would even say Forty Nine er type move.
1: Mm-hmm. They need well the Jaguars for sure. They need a QB. Matt's been talking about that.
0: You're right. He has. He, he wants to. Move and you're not going to
1: get, I think, one that he wants where he's drafting. So I can see him making a move to try to grab something from the cards.
0: Yeah, because you got to think if, if right now he's what the seventh, the seventh pick, seventh user pick, um, and I mean any any number one of on the uh, computers could make a play for one of the quarterbacks too. You got the Jets are number one, and I could see them taking a quarterback.
1: Yeah, for sure. I yeah. mean, uh, if Madden reflects reality let's go Trevor Lawrence
0: yeah and you got the Bears right after that Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles are they going to still be there the Lions could take a quarterback the Colts have an old Mm -hmm. Phillip Rivers so you gotta think yeah if you want a quarterback you gotta take that number three pick from the Cardinals and Arizona's willing to shop it what I'm curious about to see is what the price is going to be but
1: uh, yeah I'm with you because I mean the Dolphins might be more willing to part with something but I mean you just went through the list by 11, you might not have the guy you want. It might not be worth trading up at that point.
0: Exactly, which which even begs the question, the Dolphins sit at 11, and they might want they might be looking for a quarterback because they don't want to stay with Cam. Mm-hmm. So at 11, the third user pick, they might have to move up as well. Um...
2: Yeah, I'm not going to be a big participant in the first couple rounds, if you guys can tell. I, I faded saw you. You don't have a pick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is all part of the Chandler Jones debacle, right?
2: Yes, it is. The regrettable debacle.
0: Well, I mean, hopefully. I mean, it could win you Super Bowl next year when he's healthy. Who knows?
2: I believe. Pray to the matting gods.
0: <laughs> now, Joe, I'm curious here with the number fifth user pick. Are you looking to stay put, trade down, or move up, or, or what are you thinking?
1: I'm I'm I've been really boring the last few Maddens. The the first few <laughs> files I was in I was trading a lot with people mm-hmm. and either I, I think I might just be a bad trader because every time I felt like my team was worse off.
0: Oh interesting. The so,
1: so last file for sure and even a bit the foul before. Mm-hmm. I've 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 entertained a lot of offers and like I'm sure Ty, if you when he listens to this, will be annoyed because he messages me a lot and I always I'm always curious, like I wanna know more, like part wants to make that trade yeah i've had talks day. with
0: you too and it, it, usually it gets explored and then is declined
1: you know it's like if unless i'm going to clearly win the trade i don't want to make it but then who would make that trade with me and so i end up just oh, sticking with what i have right like yeah. i don't know I, i'm really trying to build through the draft so you no, know, i think i'll go best player available at that spot like i have a few holes yep and I don't feel like I need to, to trade up to make something splashy. Um, I'll wait till that spot, and I mean, first round. By that pick, there should be a guy still on the board. Um, I mean, the the nice thing is I have a lot of a lot of things I want to get get, so somebody should be available for me there.
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, Dustin, do you see yourself trying to move back into the first at all? I mean, yeah, definitely. If
2: I can, uh, if the trade is there. some of these. Yeah, I mean I'd really really like to trade away Malcolm Butler and Jonathan Joseph if anybody's <laughs> listening.
1: You just you just spent twenty minutes shitting on Jonathan Joseph. Yeah. By the way, I he's terrible no, the real life one. Maybe, maybe he maybe
2: he'd be nice for somebody else's team, just not mine. But <laughs> just needs to change of uh, yeah. scenery. Yeah. If the if the trade is there, I'll definitely try and get up into the first couple rounds, just because there is a couple guys that I have that I have my eye on and I definitely want to add to my team. But I'm not gonna like push it over, push it or anything.
0: Yeah. Um. So it's interesting too. This kind of leads into another topic here, talking about uh, trades. Your guys' experience in in the league. kind of an open-ended question here We're, who do you guys like to trade with as far as people is entering the offseason, trades are expected and so going into the offseason what do you guys feel like Like who are, who are some of the best traders who are some of the maybe not so great traders in the league as far as just that aspect of team building who do you guys like to approach or not like to approach in trade talks Joe, why don't we start with you
1: I think I'm the worst in the league, Dave
0: you think you're the worst in the league at trading? I think I'm the
1: worst person to approach because of <laughs> what I was just saying. Like, uh, I think I'm always, I'm <laughs> always curious to, to hear Jerry. more. But like, it's gonna take a really good deal to make me actually pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy I used to like trading with was was the other Dustin. Oh um, yeah. And it's because I felt like I could win some of those trades. Like he was obviously looking for something different than me, and I thought I could actually. I think I, I had one on or top. two with him, and I thought, yeah, I came out a bit on top. Uh, Ty is a good guy to, to message because I think he's just always, always he's listening to the Always for something. exploring things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, usually, if someone's on the block, Ty, um, I'll tell you a guy I don't like trading with, and I did, used to do it a lot, mm-hmm. um, was Andy because Andy. Oh, I felt like Andy always made a trade sound great for me. Mm-hmm. When we would make it, and it might have actually been an okay trade, and he just used the players that he got better than me. But I always would feel like And we used to share a division actually too I always felt like he'd take a guy And make him great And then the guy I got back wasn't doing much for me So this was like back in I think 16 Yep. I had a couple with Andy and I think from then on I was like anything Andy sends I'm probably going to say no
0: He he (laughs) he does a good job of putting some flowers around the basket And saying you know you want this type of thing And you're like yes I do
1: Oh yeah And, And I think he's really good at figuring out a guy on your team might not be very good. Mm-hmm. To Andy, he's worth a lot.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, like it, He
1: might be offering me a fair trade as far as, like, maybe the guy is worth a third, but I'll know, like, in Andy's system, this guy would be worth a first or a second. So I'll try to get more, and he's a smart enough guy that he'll say no after that.
0: Yeah, I have always felt that Andy does a good job at knowing who he's talking to, what they want, before he makes an offer. Mm-hmm. He, he's one of those guys that, like, like, even just just with my trade with him, with I mean, it's been talked to death now, the whole Jameis Cam thing. Um, he approached me with that trade, and there were no negotiations. It was just a sure, let's do it. Because he approached, he, he's mentioned that he feels like he, he doesn't like to negotiate. He wants to propose a trade that he thinks will get accepted. And uh, yeah. he, he does a good job at that. Um, but you mentioned Ty. I don't think there's a season that goes by without... I mean, he fills everybody's inbox, I feel.
1: Well, that's why, like, I actually love all of Ty's trades because of that reason. Like, if everyone played like me, I think the league would be really boring. So <laughs> I'm so happy guys like Ty are there because yep. I love the splashy trades. I love when I see that message and something huge is happening. Mm-hmm. That's exciting.
0: Dustin, you, you seem to be fairly active on the trade wire as well. Is that is that something you always like to explore?
2: Yeah, I'm definitely open to... Uh... Trade offers and stuff like that. I kind of like to move players around on my team. I mean, there's certain players on my team that I feel like I
0: won't ever trade. But
2: I, I, I wanted Mark it.
0: Andrews from you for a while last last while. <laughs> you would not move him.
2: No, he was one of the untouchables on my Ravens team.
0: Yep, yep. Do you uh, do you have people in the league that you enjoy talking or trading with, or people you try to stay away from? Um, I
2: mean. Me and Drew talk trades all the time. Mm. Just, just because almost doing that. Yeah, just because we're together a lot and just always talking. So Mm
0: -hmm.
2: we always throw around some ideas and stuff, and talk like, "Hey, I kind of want to trade for so and so from whoever's team or something. What would you offer him?"
0: Sure.
2: So we kind of give each other ideas of what we would offer for somebody and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I don't know if I have any like specific person that I like to trade with. Really. Yeah, I, it's done. interesting because
0: I do see those tend like I don't know if you have them, but in my part, I've seen like okay, these guys seem to be trade partners, and like they're they're always yeah. talking. Like there's there's different pipelines.
2: Yeah, and for me, I I think I when I make trades, it's just with whoever. I don't really care. You don't really
0: look at it in that way. Yeah. Uh, you don't really talk often to Lynn cuz I know you guys are buddies. Do you guys do any trading much? Um I've talked to him about a couple of trades
2: before. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I <laughs> the people that I've hit him up about are definitely people that he wouldn't for sure trade, so I just it's kind of joking. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't really uh don't hit him up too much probably cuz I don't really like the Raiders at all. <laughs> but and I I don't like to trade with people in my division, so I probably won't ever trade with Matt unless the offer was too good to say no to. Yeah,
1: for sure. I'm I'm the it's same good. way. In
2: my yeah, division I, I never wanna do it. Yeah, I don't wanna give them an advantage, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have always felt like, um and I don't know how you guys feel about this. I don't know that we I don't I don't know that I've traded much with either of you, to be honest. But I've gotten the feeling that people generally don't like to trade with me. Um, I don't know if that's one because I'm the commissioner. So that I, I'm sure, I mean, anytime you take kind of that role of, of running the league, there's a bit of a like, hey, why bother, he's the commish type. I mean, there's, there's, there's a stigma that comes with being the leader, and that's just part of the wearing the mantle, and I get that. But I've always felt like I'm just... I feel like I'm a stubborn trader, and so it's hard to get trades through with me. Um, it just has to be just right, and um, but I do enjoy exploring trades and talking to people. Um, and I feel I feel similarly to you, Dustin. Like I don't I don't feel like there's any one person in particular that's like, hey, I always can hit this up for a trade, except maybe Dustin, because he was a pretty pretty loose trader. But uh, Dustin G, I mean, not not you.
2: Yeah. I had a, I think Ivan did a trade or two with him. I got Kenyon Drake and Devontae Parker from him.
0: That's right. That's right. And I got uh, Rolando McLean or whatever his name was for my Jags team. That linebacker. Yeah, he was a beast. Yeah, he, he worked out well. But um, I do, it, in the aspect of trading, I generally have a pretty strong. Um, rule that I do not trade within the the division unless I really feel strongly that it favors me Um, I don't want to make my division mate any better and so I mean there was a long history of Jordan and I never trading we had one trade when he first entered the league way back and but he's been my division mate for so long I don't like to trade in the division because I don't want to make my opponent my rival any stronger, and so I'm always mm-hmm. looking to. If I'm lo- moving a guy, I want to send him across the conference, so I don't have to see him that much.
1: Mm-hmm. I yeah, feel like, no.
0: yeah, you you want to you want to make a trade that will not hurt you in the least of way possible.
1: I even I know last file, um, I think Matt was asking for some of uh, someone on my team, and I I saw Matt as a guy like I think I would faced him twice in the playoffs, at least once in the championship. So it wasn't a division opponent, but I thought yeah. like this is a guy I'm probably going to see as a barrier to to the Super Bowl. I can't trade with him anymore because yeah, I can't risk making his team better.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's an absolutely a valid mindset to have. I mean, Dustin, do you see yourself making any trades with Matt, or would it would it just be you know if it works, it works, or are you, is that like a hard no for you?
2: It's just got to be too good to not say no to for me
0: with him. If he sh- sent you Bosa for Chandler Jones, would you do it? Oh, yeah, I'd do that for sure. <laughs> I'd take the youth. What if he asked a first-round pick from you as well for Bosa and Chandler Jones? For, for Bosa for Chandler Jones in a first, would you do that? Uh, I couldn't give up another first. Well, uh, okay. Okay. What if he rescinded his comment about you being a slimy poo-poo head and asked for a first? <laughs> And uh,
2: (laughs) I'd strongly consider that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my word! Well, yeah, no no, slander. I I no
2: slander towards me. Slander.
0: (laughs) The Dustin slander is real. Um, Yeah, no, I just I think trading. I mean, we talked to drafting here, but I think trading is one of the more under like it's not really talked about. It it's an aspect of building a team, and I think like I think there are certainly users that you see that generally come out on top. There are users that you see that are kind of like they, they're building for a, like I feel like Andy may not always come up on top in his trades, but he is always building to what he's designing. And so if it means he takes a hit in the in the perceived value, he'll do that. I think mm-hmm. um, like I know Sam, uh, my brother, he is very stern about trades, and he will not make a trade unless he feels like he is 100% winning the trade, no question. He always wants the advantage, and so you have to overpay to get one of his guys. He's always been that way. Um, and then you have a guy who, like
1: yeah.
0: Ty who just he hungers for transactions and announcements. Like He wants to make a trade. He gets the itch. If he goes a season without a trade, I think that would be uh, Madden League history.
1: Yeah, like I couldn't do what Ty does, but when I look at his teams, they're good teams.
0: Yeah, and he's a good he's a good trader. I think he yeah, comes exactly. out on top. Uh, for the most part, pretty well on his trades. I think he a lot of his trades are pretty fair and pretty even. However, and uh, I just think he he does a good job of, of doing a little bit of both trading to get on top, but also trading to fit his team needs. Like he he has a good combination.
1: Yeah, actually now that we're talking about it, I'm thinking about the Cardinals and that third overall pick. I feel like there's no way Ty doesn't turn that into a haul. Mm-hmm. Some way. Like one player for Ty, third overall, I don't think is worth what he what he can get from it from somebody else.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. And I think another person that is, is a similar trader to him, but on a less aggressive level, is uh, Jordan.
1: Yeah, Jordan's had some big trades.
0: Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like Jordan does a good job of exploring trades, but also getting what he wants.
2: Um, yeah, that I really liked him getting that Chark. The
0: the Chark a, deal. Chark from yeah getting a Chark, and don't forget Jabril Peppers, who had he has yeah. been huge for him. He knows who he wants and does a good job of getting them.
2: Yeah, I definitely was. Uh, Chark is someone I've always got my eye on. He's a big, tall, fast receiver. He's so and good. He's young. But I knew for sure Matt wasn't going to trade him to me unless I gave up more than I was wanting. So I, I didn't even pursue that. But I was happy to see him leave the AFC South for sure.
0: Yeah, no, he was he was good. Um, as far and he fits he fits Jordan's scheme as well.
1: One thing I've I've tried to do in recent years, unsuccessfully, is not not even trying to make a splashy trade but trying to trade for depth pieces.
0: Yes. And
1: that's been a tough one because I think, like, I'll find a guy that's maybe second or third string on someone's roster, and I'm hoping I can get him for something like a fourth or a fifth, which I know isn't very much, but he's just riding the bench on the, that guy's team. And I'm finding people generally still want more than, like, more than a fourth. Like, anything below, a, a, any sorry, anything that's not a one, two, or a three, it's kind of like people aren't really interested because you don't find good stuff anyway.
0: Oh that's so it's true. been hard.
1: It's been hard to try to get like not a great a great player by any means, but just like a, a depth guy for maybe a fourth or a fifth. And so I don't know that's been my my strategy for for a few seasons here, and it hasn't been working out very well. I don't know that I've had any successful trade talks with anyone.
0: I think if you're gonna go with depth, you have to get go with a guy that you know is gonna develop well,
1: yeah, exactly. Where you don't mind, maybe it's a second. Yeah. because you know you can turn them into something
0: yeah. yeah yeah now another aspect too I want to encourage users to do this and I think we I think they do a good job of doing it but I just wanted to mention don't don't be bashful about posting in the trade block if you've got a player to move I think there's a good like seven or eight users that faithfully do it but I think if you've got a guy you want to move on from if hmm. if you're about to cut him just post him maybe somebody will maybe you can get something for it yeah, take the chance. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, um, I, th- I just think I think trading is so fun, and it's fun to explore because I know that there you, you see you ha- it happens all the time. A trade will be posted, everyone will see it, and it's one of my favorite aspects is seeing how people react to it and see who won and lost because I think everyone's perception of value is so different. Some people look at draft picks as the holy grail of trades. Some people look at the talent. It's just—it really is. It's really interesting to see how people feel about a trade after the fact, especially when it's a big like, big game changer. So, that's all I have for tonight, guys. Did you have anything else you wanted to add as we await the the NFC Championship and the Super Bowl?
2: No, I appreciate you having me on, man.
0: I'm I'm glad to have you. I know you're you're a faithful. attendee to the other guys podcast and you know having you here I'm able to say thank you guys for the great content it uh it really the other guys is my favorite show to listen to personally I love hearing your guys opinions you and Drew mesh really well I mean you guys are already friends as well and so it um it's really great to yeah. hear you guys go out and, and, and talk we're and the, share your opinions
2: yeah we're the two best friends that anyone could ever have man <laughs> <laughs>
0: You guys are, are just two peas in a pod, aren't you?
2: <laughs> We're the other guys, man. That's that's just what we are.
0: <laughs> well, I'm really glad that you guys pump out that content. I know Cody's talked about putting some stuff out before, uh, now that he's got his video camera, which has been... Let me just say and put it on tape. I love the fact that he, he does that recording with him in, with him in it on his <laughs> streams because it just adds so much more to the... Uh, to the games. Yeah,
2: it's definitely fun seeing him
0: mm-hmm. up <laughs> there. I know. It's always good when we get that Terry sighting every once in a while.
1: Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I feel bad for Terry. She gets a lot of heat in the comments.
0: <laughs> she does. It's like, alright, alright, chill out. But she <laughs> is uh, a fan of my show, so that's good. She was in the introduction a couple episodes ago. And I was just so thankful that she uh, made it in. But, um... So. But yeah, so thank you To you, Dustin, and and to Drew for putting out that great show. And Matt, who's been kind of a guest a couple times, that's been great to hear his input. I love. Shout out, Drew. Shout out, Matt. Yeah, shout out. (laughs) And uh, Joe, thank you for joining us. It's good to hear your voice, and it's good to have our international relationship represented again.
1: Yeah, I know that me and Dustin were like the last two people you wanted on the podcast. But, (laughs) you know, I was saving
0: the best for last. I mean, Come on now. And plus, I had some added incentive I wanted to get. It's always good to talk about a playoff game with somebody you played. You know, win or lose, if I was on the opposite end, I'd still want to talk about uh, our game, Dustin. So it was really kind of great to talk yeah, about definitely. that. And uh, I'm hoping we match up again soon. I-, I love playing you. so.
2: Yeah, I hope we play next season. And I'm glad that Joe's back in the league.
1: Yeah, thanks, Dustin. Yeah, I'm looking forward to maybe making it back to an AFC Championship game, but I, I feel like the talent of the league has really increased, so I got my work cut out for me.
0: You do, you do, but I expect things. What's up?
2: Said anything can happen.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. This playoffs have proved once you make the tournament, anything goes. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. We hope you uh, those who are listening enjoy the podcast. We uh, will hope to be back again next week. Thank you for listening and good luck to the Bills, the 49ers, and the Green Bay Packers in their quest for the trophy. You guys have a chance to be crowned the first champion of the new file and be enshrined in glory in the Discord Hall of Awards chat forever. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Joe. And everyone have a great night.